we all deserve great relationships not okay relationships not whatever type of relationships but great relationships and that great relationships don't just happen or don't just appear in front of someone and that's it they have it it doesn't work like that great relationships are built over time and with patience and with work this season getting to like see where everyone's been at and for us we spoke in September 2021 so it's been almost wow. like almost exactly a year since it just turned October so wow yeah just about a year it feels like it's been yesterday really I could I can't believe really? that it's been almost a year since we've talked actually just over a year since we yeah. talked mm-hmm. it's, it, it's it has fl- flown by flown Yes, it has flown by so, so fast and so many things happened. Um, and I think also because we kind of kept in touch via email, I mm-hmm. felt that we just recently spoke. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so what what would you say since then in this past year has been the biggest change for you? Wow. Um, so with me personally, in my personal life, the biggest change was that I moved to another country oh wow that's a huge change so I yes I lived in the UK for the past 11 years Mm -hmm. uh, and I just moved away um, because we wanted to be closer to both our families both mine Mm -hmm. and my husband's families we we both come from the same uh, country basically from Eastern Europe and because right now our jobs permit it because we're both working from you know from home basically and mm-hmm. also because we are seriously working on uh, expanding our family as in having children oh wow um we said you know we want to be closer to family and especially to future grandparents and because we wanted for our kids to have that um you know to have those emotions like as well Yes, I wanted the support system for myself, yes, but I also wanted the children to have a lot of nice memories with their grandparents. Mm, you know? Yeah. Because, for example, I, growing up, I was far away from my grandparents. I used to see them like once or maybe twice a year for like a couple of days and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas my husband, he was actually raised by his grandparents for the first five, six years of his life. So, you know, we had these uh, different types of experiences in our lives but we wanted for our children uh you know to be close to their grandparents because at the end of the day our parents do have an age and you know maybe for the next let's say five years it would have been okay for them to keep traveling back and forth on a plane but after a certain age it gets more difficult so you know we we put everything in balance and we decided that um, it would be the wisest for us to move closer to them and um we're obviously very grateful that we could do it. So this was one very big change this year. It's been, you know, quite an interesting journey because um, I get emotionally tied to things like mm-hmm. the house, like a car, like yeah. places, you know. <laughs> I can get like that so too. <laughs> for, me, for me, it was a bit more difficult to actually let go and seriously consider leaving the UK and, and moving somewhere else. 
Um, but then, you know, once I put everything on paper and I, I, I compared all the benefits, all the pros and cons, um, this move actually made a lot more sense in my head as well. And I accepted it a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, and on the better topic side of things, um, we have actually partnered up with a high school teacher from Denver, Colorado, Ooh. and we are working on launching a new game. And um, I don't know if your listeners know, but the better topics, uh, the first time I actually came on uh, to talk to you, I was talking about the better topics card game for couples, which we still have and is still available on our website and on Amazon. But right now we are working on a card game that is for people who are in the dating phase. Mm -hmm, Which is really exciting. I like that idea a lot. Yes. And um, it's been such a great idea. And, you know, it's, I mean, it makes so much sense now, obviously, because we're working on it for so long now, for quite a few months. But, you know, it seems so simple, yet so such a brilliant idea. Because mm-hmm. this teacher, his name is Scott Allen. Um, he actually created this game to help his students with their dating issues. Because he realized that especially teenagers, yes, mm-hmm. especially teenagers, they don't really listen to advice. They're mm-hmm. not going to read a book on dating. They're not Definitely going not. to you know, <laughs> read not even an, a short article on dating. But they would uh, be more willing to accept advice that comes through games and uh, play. Yeah. You know? And this is something that resonated with me quite a lot because this is something that we incorporated into the Better Topics card game for couples as well. It's mm-hmm. like... Um, educational fun in a way you know you do important things you learn new things how to do them but through fun because Mm -hmm. when when we're kids that's the best and easiest way how we learn various things yeah and as we grow up we forget to play and we many times take out yes we tend we tend to take out the fun out of learning so we end up you know like in college or you know, even after where we are stressed by learning, which we shouldn't be because learning can still be fun. Mm-hmm. So um, we have partnered up with him and we're working in um, making the game. We have tailored it a bit, you know, to be a bit more um, suitable for various scenarios. Mm-hmm. And right now the game has, um, let's say, two play options. So, you know, people can play it as a solitaire type of version. Or they can also play it in groups, which is more amazing because, you know, when you play it with your friends, you're again more likely to do it because it's more fun. And you also get to spend time with your friends. Um, And friends as well, they can help each other through this game to think of better dates and uh, help them make better dating decisions at the end of the day. And it's funny because when you first said high school teacher, it in my mind, for some reason, it sounded kind of unorthodox. But then, I mean, when you think about it, that is when you start jumping into dating. And no matter how much you try to push kids away from it, they're going to start dating in high school. And that's when those things are going to start to come up. So it makes perfect sense to start to learn good habits and to teach them to make better decisions at that age. Because, I mean, I feel like even though... Like now as adults, sometimes we have a tendency to look at kids and be like, oh, well, you're so young. You're like, you'll get over it. What do you know about this and that? But if we think about our experiences 
even though we were so young and yeah, they are kind of, for most of us, they're just experiences that have passed. They still left a significant mark on you and the way like you were treated or the way you treat someone at a young age in a dating phase can go on to affect you in your adult life. Exactly. But not just that, Um, you know, remember your dating years and remember all the all the heartache and stress yeah. that you went through in learning things because mm-hmm. I I had the same thing like I had literally I have so many crazy dating stories is unreal <laughs> and I'm sure many people do yeah you know and and but all those crazy stories led to a lot of frustration over the years you know because mm-hmm. I I couldn't figure out like what what am I doing wrong like why do I have to go through this you know all of these questions mm-hmm. and just imagine that if we teach children and teenagers especially you know about making better dating choices they can bypass years of learning through failure Mm -hmm. and years of heartache and years of stress they can just bypass that and straight away get to a better relationship Mm -hmm. because a great relationship starts with a good partner you know once you have a good partner for yourself already like I think 95% of the problems at least are sorted just by having a great partner to begin with you know because everything else just falls into place the communication is there you know the fun is there everything just follows you just need to do a bit of work and that's it like you have a great relationship Mm -hmm. but if you start off with the wrong partner for you especially oh my god like so many issues come out of that yeah and then you have to fix those and then there might be another few years until you realize actually we're not compatible we might as well you know go on our separate ways so instead of going through all of that trial and error that so many of us have gone through with a game like this that is super fun and i'm, I'm so excited for it honestly because um you know even working on it and and creating the cards and the rules and everything just got me so excited mm-hmm. you know because especially now that I'm thinking of having children I'm yeah. like this is a game I would play with them yeah and it's not just for kids at the end of the day it's for anyone who is dating mm-hmm. you know anyone in the dating phase they can play this game and it can actually help them let's say um make them realize what the important things are for them yeah you know what are some of the red flags that are let's say too important so they um they would not accept them or what are some so-called red flags but they could actually deal with yeah you know Mm -hmm. because the way the game is structured um you have um a lot of characteristics and traits of people you know and you have from worst to best in different categories we have like 37 different categories and you have for example with income like there is the lowest uh, where you know they have no income nothing for you know to show for their name mm-hmm. um and they live on the streets and all of that and then or maybe they have like a steady job and they make two thousand you know a month and they can support themselves or maybe they're like super wealthy and then another character characteristic might be something to do with loyalty like they're like super loyal they take care of you and stuff or the other side is you know they always look at someone somebody else Mm -hmm. you know and then you get to line up like seven traits in in a column in front of you and that is one person you know and then you get to line up another person like at least two or three columns like Mm this if you play like you know in the solitaire version and then you get to 
think of each one of those as being one person and whether you actually would date that person with everything that's going on mm. like you know are they reliable do they have a steady job or do you even care if they have a job yeah. or maybe they're just an artist that they might be successful so you might be okay with that you know so there are many many traits and variations that could come up because um as there are how billions of people in the world yeah. you know there are billion people billion uh, options as well of people that you could date mm-hmm. so you get to choose like between let's say the two columns which one would you rather date you know out of the two mm-hmm. because one of them as i said might be an artist but he might still be successful and he might also be loyal um or the other one might be you know um i don't know super wealthy um travels a lot but then you know he doesn't really mind whether you're okay or not mm, you know he, mm-hmm. he doesn't really take care of you he's he's not paying attention to you he always is busy always on his phone yeah. you know whatever things like this you know and then you get to choose actually which one would be most important for you yeah. you know mm-hmm. and by playing it more and more you get to understand exactly what do you want in a partner because i think this is this is one of the starting points in dating wisely let's say or dating better yeah. and not making as many mistakes is first of all knowing what you want and realizing what is it compatible with you and what is it not what are the things that you are willing to accept and what not mm-hmm. you know and as we uh, mature you know in age uh, we tend to learn that again through trial and error yeah <laughs> mostly um but when we are younger we don't really pay attention to those until mm-hmm. sometimes it's too late you know yeah. we tend not to look at those we just look at someone you just see them like they smiled oh maybe she wears a short dress okay i'll, I'll date her you know <laughs> like those yeah. normally are the basic criteria and then everything else will we will figure out later but mm-hmm. that figuring out process sometimes takes years and years you know so that's why um you know by playing a game like this people can just shortcut years of um, bad dating situations yeah that's so interesting i have never i don't think i've ever heard or seen anything like that with that kind of concept you know dating is always going to take trial and error but it would also have been nice to know okay there are certain things that i won't accept and certain things that i'll let slide and maybe if i would have known a little earlier certain things that i won't accept there could have been certain experiences avoided (laughs) along the way exactly so that's really interesting and how was it that you got connected to that teacher um actually he reached out to us because um he well he invited he invented the first version of the game let's say because now we are working at 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 a more in-depth version that we Mm -hmm. are going to launch soon and he reached out to us because he's seen the Better Topics card game for couples. And it was mm-hmm. the only one out there that was the most similar to what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. our card original card game was for couples and his yeah. is for dating, it somehow falls under the same umbrella, the same niche, you know, dating relationships and these type of things. And yeah, you know, he was just curious how we launched the first kick- Kickstarter campaign which was in 2020 when we launched the Better Topics card game for couples. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once he explained exactly what his card game is about, especially when we've seen 
how passionate he's about helping his students. I was so impressed, you know, by his passion and his his willingness to go not the one extra mile, but the extra hundred miles, you know, mm-hmm. just to help them. Because normally he's teaching like English and math and other types of subjects. Yeah. Uh, but still, he has such a great connection with with his students that he wanted to help them even further. You know, like his students trust him even to go to him, uh, you know, for dating advice, which is mm-hmm. amazing because, you know, thinking of my time in high school, which was a while ago, <laughs> I don't think I ever had a teacher where to whom I could have gone and asked for dating advice. You know? yeah. And when you're a teenager, again, you're not very willing to go to your parents either. Oh, definitely not. As a teenager, you always have this impression that you know everything and you just discovered the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and as teenagers, we forget to uh, remember that our parents have been on this earth for at least 20 years before us. So they do have <laughs> a lot more experience. But, um, you know, seeing the great connection that he had with his students and his passion for it as well, um, that was, I think, what impressed us the most. And that was when, um, you know, we really thought about it because we were so blown away how well it fits under the Better Topics umbrella mm-hmm. and what we want to do. So that's when we we offered him to partner up so we can take this and refine it mm-hmm. and then uh, launch it and, you know, help basically thousands and thousands of people out there who are dating and still struggling with dating. Yeah. And I I definitely hear, I mean, just like it on social media and stuff, I always hear a lot of people talking about how they're just kind of sick of dating in this generation. So, I mean, I can definitely see a need for something like this right now, especially when there is such a huge, like, there's so many people expressing frustration (laughs) around dating right now. So one thing... um, what I would like to mention there is that dating has always been frustrating. True. Very true. I think the main difference from, let's say, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and now is that people are com- more comfortable talking about it now and sharing their bad experiences now. That's very true. Because when I was dating in my 20s, which actually wasn't that far along, you know, it was mm-hmm. like just like I'm married for, for over four years. So let's say five to six years ago. Mm-hmm. People weren't talking about dating as much. Yeah, that's true. But whether, um, you know, you talk with someone who they're like early 30s, late 20s, mid 20s, mid 30s, 40s, whatever, you will see that most of them actually have very similar frustrations around dating. Mm -hmm. The difference is that the younger generations are more willing to speak about them, whereas the older generations are still very reticent because oh my god what will people think that I went on so many dates or on so many bad dates they will Mm. think something is wrong with me that's a good point (laughs) yes the younger generation is like no I'm okay it's just you know I had many bad dating experiences that doesn't make me a bad person per Mm -hmm. se so I think there is this um, difference as well in perception but the dating experiences themselves have always been there that's true. Uh, and maybe, again, something that makes dating right now, um, let's say, as a, a bigger issue is also the fact that more and more people are into online dating. Mm-hmm. I think that is too. Whereas before, 
before dating was maybe a small part limited to online and then the uh, the major part of dating would have been still around physical dating mm-hmm. you know so people would actually go out more maybe even just to meet people but also to socialize and also you know to find those potential dates whereas now as more and more people are more comfortable with online dating they also tend to connect with a lot more people than they used to mm-hmm. before. Yeah, that's what I was know? just going to say. Like there's more people have a, a higher flow of dating because of online dating. So that leads probably to more frustration <laughs> because you're you're adding more experiences than you normally would have had. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then yes. also like how you were saying it's not like before it was mostly socializing to meet people. So that kind of adds a little bit more of a fun aspect to just what you're doing already. Like you're already going out and having fun while meeting people where now it's people are just kind of sitting around maybe in bed, finding people and not really having fun in the process of it anymore. Yes. Yes. Also, um, I mean, again, I've done all types of dating in my dating life. I've even, um, I've done online dating quite a lot, to be honest, because I was working many hours Mm -hmm. at that time. And uh, in my normal routine, I couldn't really, I didn't felt I could uh, find the right person for me. Yeah. So I opted for that as well. I have some good stories from it. I have some terrible stories Mm -hmm. as well. (laughs) I've even been once to a speed dating. Oh, really? (laughs) It was such a traumatic event. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. The speed dating that you see in TV mm-hmm. and in movies, that's fun, you know, if you look at it from the outside. Yeah. Especially. The one that I've been to was a total train wreck, mainly oh, because no. I was the only girl there. Oh, no. <laughs> and the lady who was organizing it, and there were like eight guys. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> How's this going And that work? was very strange. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yes, that was very strange also because um, some of them we clearly didn't match. Um, but what I've done is at that point, because I was like, well, I'm, I'm here anyway, I'm just up, might as well, you know, just spend some time. We actually sat down and the guys were like asking me questions mm-hmm. because I told them like, listen, I will be very honest with you. I was sent here by my brother, which was true. You know, he was like, I'm going to pay for your ticket. Just go because I'm very curious. You know, how is an event like this? And mm-hmm. I was like, why don't you go? He's like, nah, I would rather you go. <laughs> So I went and um, it was still to this day one. It's in the categories of bad dates, but not the worst. Like, yeah, there have been a lot worse than that. Definitely a funny story. uh, (laughs) Yes. And um, I remember telling the guys, I'm like, listen, if we're here, let's just do like a QA and a type of session. Mm -hmm. I will answer from a woman's perspective. So you can actually get a woman's perspective to your uh, questions. Mm -hmm. Because I feel many of you have this very, let's say, misconstrued ideas mm-hmm. about what a woman actually wants yeah. based on what other guys say who are just frustrated because, you know, they couldn't get the girl and they're like, oh, she's, you know, too high nosed or whatever yep. things that people say. So we actually ended up having this Q&A session, which was fun. And, you know, I thought at that point, I'm like, I'm actually quite good at this, you know, and this was way before even meeting my husband and way before even starting better topics because, you know, uh, one day actually I started thinking, when did all this come together? Mm -hmm. And 
throughout my dating life, I've seen many points where um, I got smarter and smarter, mainly because I educated myself in, in the field. Mm-hmm. Because I said, you know, if I want a, a, a good relationship, I need to first understand what that is, how to do it. And, you know, then I'll start actually doing it and working on it. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I still learn mm-hmm. even even this day, even today, I'm still learning as I go. Of course. But still, I have I feel I have learned quite a lot. Um, I'm not saying I'm an expert mm-hmm. in relationship, but I do feel I know more than the vast majority of people, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, even in dating and even with those guys, they had many questions and many of them, you know, when you think about those from a woman's perspective, at that point, Again, I was very honest with them and I told them exactly, frankly, what a woman would think or do in that type of situation. Now, again, I understand there are many women, not everyone would do the same as I, mm-hmm. but most would. Yeah. And I think this as well might be an issue with dating today where people just, I don't know, they they don't know how to refuse nicely, I think. Mm, you know? So yeah. when they don't know how to do that, they just ghost you. Yes. It just leaves you frustrated. Like, what happened? Like, you don't, you don't have any feedback to it. Mm-hmm. You don't have anything. Like, I'm not saying you should be rude to people and just, you know, refuse them or, like, shut them out or something. Yeah. But still say, like, you're not my type, you mm-hmm. know, or something like that, if that's the case. Or, I don't know, I like someone who's, let's say, blonde instead of brunette or whatever things like that you know yeah and that would leave you with some feedback like okay we're not compatible with each other I might be compatible with someone else instead of just being ghosted which I have been as well and it's terrible and then just wondering for a while what did I do wrong and then replaying Mm -hmm. everything in your mind a few times to understand where did you do wrong so you know dating at again at any age is difficult I think Uh, again because unfortunately dating is not taught in schools like everything else in life so you have to do it by trial and error Mm -hmm. Um, and again many times it takes years to learn which is frustrating yes definitely (laughs) but we can bypass that now we can bypass those uh, hurtful years and just you know go straight to finding a better partner for ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah and back to again like how common like online dating and dating apps are I think that's another reason why people have kind of lost communication skills when it comes to dating because if you if you have so many options then everyone kind of feels like oh it is okay just to leave someone in the dark and just to stop talking to them rather than like I don't understand why people think it's rude I mean I guess I can understand but I don't feel like it's necessarily rude to just say hey I don't think this is gonna work out and you know maybe we should just like end this here I I personally feel like that's a much better way to go about things and just to leave someone wondering and just you know not let anyone know what's going on and that's that's always difficult so yeah that's definitely a common problem now for sure yes yes it is but then you know the dating principles are basically the same as as they were always were. Mm-hmm. You know, if you find someone you like, you're going to start talking to them, spend time with them more and more and, you know, go on dates, get to know each other and all of that. But I think, as you also said, you know, there is so much choice 
that people don't take care of the way they talk to other people yes you know mm-hmm. because they're like oh it's fine if this guy got upset i don't care there are a hundred others mm-hmm. that wait for me to yeah. reply to their messages yeah so that too again because um the amount of dating and the amount of people that we meet increased a lot with being more comfortable on the internet and everything i think that too brought this um feeling overall that these days it's more difficult to date um than it used to be yeah it's just mainly because if you think about it it is sort of a numbers game Mm -hmm. where the number is higher now so the problem seems higher and bigger now definitely than it used to be Mm -hmm. and i could see this game putting more of a perspective in someone's mind of the quality over the quantity of like wanting to explore who someone really is so much instead of just being so quick to judge because I feel like whether it's dating or any type of relationship with people we tend to be very quick to judge exactly Mm -hmm. yes um it's again um this with quick to judge they also have it in uh, interviews, for example, mm. in um, in jobs mm-hmm. and in HR, where they always say that the first impression counts the most. Yeah, It's the same thing with dating as well. Mm-hmm. The first impression does count, and then you need to put in a lot of effort to change the first impression mm-hmm. if the first one was quite bad. Yeah. So, again, that tells you a lot about a person. For example... In my dating years, I think this is one of the shortest dates I've ever been on. It was like five minutes, and mm-hmm. I'm not even joking. <laughs> so um, I was, I think, about 25, 26. I got dressed. I got ready. I had this nice dress, summery dress, and like high heels, and I went. We were supposed to meet like in a park. It was like a blind date. We met online. We hit it off amazingly well, you know, and we said, okay, let's meet. And we did that, and he came in sweatpants but you know the low crotch sweatpants yeah. type of thing and and like a, a very large like t-shirt that I wouldn't even wear inside mm-hmm. you know and whilst I understand that that type of outfit would you know be totally okay with many people because you know the person counts and all of that I understand that too however for me um that actually put me off mm-hmm straight away like when I saw him like that it put me off for so many reasons first of all because I have a very different style and straight away I could realize that we don't match Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't mean that his style is worse or mine is better it just means that we don't really match Mm -hmm. it's like I'm at one level and he's a different level not necessarily you know worse or better it's just like different levels Mm -hmm. and second of all you know, I put so much thought into what I was going to wear and getting ready and making myself look nice and putting makeup on as well and everything. And he, by coming to a date like that, the message I got was that he didn't really care. Yeah, you know, I He's see that. just there for the fun of it, but that's it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I was like, okay, if you don't care, you know, if... um you know, if you don't put in a bit of effort to show me that you actually want to be here on this date and you, uh, you're appreciative of my time and everything, yeah. you know, and our time together, then, you know, what does that tell me about what's to come? You know, if yeah. for the first date, you're not willing to put in a bit of effort, then what's next? And I'm not saying this to 
you know, say, <clears throat> I, I don't want people to have the impression that, um, you know, I'm like a princess that, oh my God, you have to value my time because, you know, I, um, I blessed you with my <laughs> presence. It's not like that. No, not at all. Is 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 just the fact that I expected at least a similar, if not the same, level of commitment for the day. Yeah, exactly. You together. want as much effort as you put in. You want to receive as much effort as you gave, and that's understandable. Yes, and yeah. again, if at the first on the first date you're not willing to put your best foot forward, then you know why? Why are we even doing this? Mm-hmm. We're just losing each other's time. You know, we shook hands and I left, and that was it. Obviously, he, he wasn't too happy with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, I hope he understood because what would have been the point to just lose each other's time? Yes, maybe he was a great guy otherwise. Because, again, online, we hit it up quite nicely. And he was quite funny as well. But by that time, I kind of knew what I wanted. Yeah. And uh, once you know what you want, you can tell from the very beginning if, you know, it's it is likely for you to be compatible with someone or not yeah you know it's having that understanding of yourself like what you because it's going to be different for everyone maybe for somebody else that wouldn't have mattered so much but if you know what you value and what you want then I mean that's okay to want to move on and find it exactly so um you know first impressions do still count Mm -hmm. even to this day and it's interesting how People are willing to put in a lot of effort when they go to an interview, but not when they go on a date. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I understand you want to be a bit more relaxed on a date and not so stressed as a foreign interview. But again, if for a date, you're not ready to prepare yourself and, you know, again, put your best foot forward. Yeah. When will you? Mm -hmm. When you're seven years married or, you know, like everyone keeps saying that, you know, um the best years are the first ones you know mm-hmm. now again it really depends on a situation but i always had this personal belief that if it's not great in the beginning then when when yeah, will it be great true. why should i why should i wait for 10 years and then for it to be great mm-hmm. when you can actually choose for a great relationship from the beginning to end you know yes you do have to work on it yourself as well but again if you have a willing partner from the beginning, it makes everything a lot easier. And mm-hmm. it, you can, um, you know, you you know you can make those, let's say, 10 years, 20 years of a relationship great. Yeah. If you have a great partner. Each one of us have different criteria, what the great partner means, and it's up to us to find them out. Um, and again, touching back on, on the game, this is a fun way to help people to realize that for themselves. Yeah. Because... Um, you know, there are like a lot of good characteristics um, or let's say more positive characteristics in the game of people. And there are some red flags as well. But again, mm-hmm. certain things that I might consider as a red flag, you might not. Yeah, you know? exactly. Or you might consider them, let's say, a yellow flag, whereas <laughs> in, it is discussable, but still something manageable yeah. you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So, but maybe I would just simply not accept that. I wouldn't even want to go there, no? Yeah. But again, this is something that each one of us have to figure out on our own. And then um, you can basically just bypass a lot of heartache because you know what to look for. You know what types of questions to ask then to get the answers you want. Mm -hmm. And then you can decide whether, yes, I am going to date this person or not, you know? Yeah. And 
the feedback from the game has been amazing, especially from Scott's students that have played the game with him many times. And not long ago, actually, just uh, told me about this very uh, fun story with one of his colleagues, mm-hmm. another teacher who is dating currently. And he played the game with her, you know, he explained the rules and everything. So she actually became a lot more aware of what she would accept in a person or not. And she said that the following weekend, she actually went on a date. And within half an hour, she realized that that person was not the right person for her. Wow. Which is amazing because basically she bypassed three months or even six months of dating Mm -hmm. in trying to figuring that out. Yeah. Because she knew exactly what to ask and um, what to pay attention to. That's so cool. I think that is definitely something a lot of us don't think about is trying to learn about ourselves and figure out those things for ourselves first. Because I know from experience, I can say there are things that I didn't know that I wanted or things that I didn't know that I didn't want until I had it. And I was like, oh, never mind. I don't like that. <laughs> and it it took me going through that experience rather than finding out for myself and it probably would have saved some bad experiences for both of us if I would have known that on my own and it's yes it's funny because the last last time we spoke on the first episode I asked if you now that you had kind of gotten into this world of making games if you were going to continue on to it and at that time you weren't really sure but you you knew that if you were to do it again it would be something in the same realm. So it is cool to see that that kind of came about for you now. Thank you. Yes, it is quite amazing because, um, you know, all these journeys since I've started Better Topics over two years ago, it's been such a big blessing. I've learned so much. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I'm still learning every day. Yeah. You know, the old saying of be careful what you wish for because you will get it. (laughs) it. It's still very true today. Because I did want to, you know, help even more people because we had so many players that got the Better Topics card game for couples. Mm -hmm. And many of them asked us if we have some similar game that they could play with their friends. Mm -hmm. And at that point, we didn't have anything just yet because, you know, I was still so focused on promoting Better Topics card game for couples. And I was like, when I'll have a bit of time, you know, I'll think of a game, how to include friends as well in Mm -hmm. interesting conversations. Um, And then, interestingly enough, Scott, you know, appeared out of nowhere. seemingly, (laughs) And, um, you know, he came with the game and I was like, oh, my God, this is so much better than what I had in mind for uh, friends to play. And we have adapted it and we have polished it a bit here and there. And um, now it looks like amazing. Even the um, graphics were ready today, I think. And we just looked at them and, you know, I'm so excited to see the cards, how they will actually look. And, um, you know, also so many people asked us to create games that parents can play with kids, Mm -hmm. for example, because even the card game for, yeah, even the card game for couples, some couples actually play it with their children as well because Mm. they love the questions so much that they play it with their children they obviously take out certain very specific questions that are a relationship surrounded Mm -hmm. but um, once they take those out they are still left with plenty questions that they can play with their kids 
you know, That's and they're so like, you know, if you if you could make like a game for like slightly younger kids would be even more amazing. And I was like, okay, we'll do that as well. Just let's take it one at a time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because what people don't really realize is how much work and time actually goes into creating these games. Yeah. Especially if you want to keep it entertaining and educational mm -hmm. as well. You know, that's that's a fine balance that you have to hit. And it takes quite a lot of work on a lot of sides, really. Yeah, I could imagine. And um, what's the name of this, the dating game? It is actually the dating game. Dating oh, really? The better Topics. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's Better Topics, the dating game. Okay, the first that's one fun. is Better like Topics. That. Yeah, the first one is Better Topics, card game for couples. Mm -hmm. And this one will be Better Topics, the dating game. Okay, that's uh, cool. Keep it simple, keep it all in the same <laughs> same family. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And just to make it um, obvious enough, which one is for couples and yeah. which one is for dating. And it will soon be launched via a Kickstarter campaign. Okay. Uh, and we are super, super excited for that as well. Um, so are you still and... like just in the testing phases right now? Yes, right now we are still in the testing phases and preparing like a lot of material for when it will come out. And mm -hmm. um, because with Kickstarter... Once it's on, it's quite intense. It, it lasts for like a month, mm -hmm. uh, but it's super intense because, um, you know, the more people back us, obviously, the better. And if we reach our goal and surpass it, then um, we'll have enough funds to actually produce it properly and prove that there is actually a lot of interest for these types of games mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, I definitely think there will be for sure. And do you have a date yet for when you're going to start the Kickstarter? Uh, we don't have an exact date just mm -hmm. yet, but once we have the date and link, I will pass it on to you so you can add it to the show notes. Yes, definitely. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait. And um, again, I can't wait to see the physical card as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to see it too. <laughs> so from, I mean, these are two very big changes you've had with the, the move and the game from September 2021 last year when we spoke to now is there anything that you think you now would want to tell yourself back then um wow <clears throat> yes um the first thing would be this um saying i keep repeating and is is more true every time i say it is be very careful what you wish for mm -hmm. because that is exactly what you will get and i think the second one would be um don't get too attached you know to physical things because better things are yet to come 